welcome to Bible Bedtime. I'm Dana. I'm your host. And I'm so glad that you're here tonight. In this podcast, I read a full chapter of the Bible in a way that will help lull you into a peaceful, heavenly sleep. Now, before we settle in to tonight's reading, it would bless me tremendously if you would take just a moment to rate and or review Bible Bedtime on your podcast app. As of tonight, we have 57 ratings on Spotify and 18 reviews on iTunes, with actually six written reviews. If you are one of the people who left a review, thank you so much. Leaving a review, even a bad review, really helps other people find Bible bedtime and see if it's something that would benefit them. It also helps me get your feedback on what you like or what you don't like. So if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, go ahead and pause the podcast and go ahead and leave a rating and a review and then come back and I'll still be here waiting for you. Thanks. Now, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can send me an email at BibleBedtimePodcast at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group. Now, because we're in season three, I am reading the third book, books of the Old and New Testaments. We already finished the entire book of Leviticus in the first half of season three, and now we are in the third book of the New Testament, which is Luke. And tonight I am reading from Actually, I'm reading the entire chapter of Luke 13. After I read from Luke, I will read a selection from the book of Proverbs, and we will finish the episode, as is our habit, with the Lord's Prayer. Now it's time to settle down and end your day. Turn off anything that is distracting you. Turn down or turn out any lights that may keep you awake. It's time to snuggle into your favorite sleeping position and nestle into your bed. Feel the sheets, covers, your pillow, all touching your skin and feel the weight of gravity pulling you and holding you. Think about relaxing your neck and your shoulders. Moving all the way down into your arms 
your hands. Relax your torso. Relax your hips, the tops of your legs. Relax your knees, your lower legs, your ankles, your feet, and your toes. Feel the warmth that comes from relaxation washing over you. And join me now in taking three deep breaths. One, two, Now, there were some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those 18 who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, for three years now I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year and I'll dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her and immediately she straightened up and praised God indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. The synagogue ruler said to the people, 
There are six days for work. So come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, You hypocrites! Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it out to give it water? Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for eighteen long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? When he said this, all his opponents were humiliated, but the people are delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air perched in its branches. Again he asked, What shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. Then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, we ate and drank with you, and you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping there and the gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out. People will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are last, will be first and first who will be last. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, 
Go tell that fox, I will drive out demons and heal people today and tomorrow. And on the third day, I will reach my goal. In any case, I must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Tonight, I am reading from Proverbs 12, verses 21 through 28. No harm befalls the righteous, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips but he delights in men who are truthful. A prudent man keeps his knowledge to himself, but the heart of fools blurts out folly. Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in slave labor. An anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. A righteous man is cautious in friendship, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The lazy man does not roast his game, but the diligent man prizes his possessions. In the way of righteousness, there is life. Along that path is immortality. We'll end with the Lord's Prayer, which can be found in the book of Matthew, starting in verse 9. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. Now it's time for you to go to sleep and sleep well. Good night.